Okay, major stressor in my life right now, choosing an outfit for the Harry Styles concert. Like, it's actually a problem because I'm going on Instagram and I'm clicking at all the shops for the ads on the stories, but none of them are good. They all sell the same stuff. Yeah, and like I see one and it has minimal amount of followers and I'm like, well, is this is this a ripoff or They're not? They're all sketch. And I don't want to just go to the mall and get something and then be at the concert and, and see someone wearing that exact Every other piece. rich is wearing it. She looks like every other bitch. Yeah. Like. It's a real struggle. I mean, a good struggle to have. Yes. Unless he cancels it. <gasps> I've seen at least... 30 TikToks today of people only complaining about how he hasn't said anything. He can't keep getting away with it! He can't keep getting away with it! All I'm asking for is a bare minimum tweet that tour's going on. Sir? 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 Are you there? I mean, if he can be completely ready and in a week, then, you know, more power to him. I have no idea what's going on, clearly. But also, I would kind of like to have somewhat of some confirmation, you know? Yeah. Instead of complaining about anything, learn to be thankful for everything. Hashtag speaking from the heart. I hope Chloe Ting never comes for us. In today's episode, we talk about what happens when you look up hashtag body image so you never have to. We explain why it's okay to be average, how we can limit our sense of style due to body image, and we bash Chloe Ting a little bit, but Chloe Ting, take no offense. Enjoy! I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever because apparently, apparently I'm kind of bad day today. I feel like this happens every episode. I have a bad day. <laughs> but especially today. Yeah. I feel like this whole podcast episode is Operation Make Quinn Feel Better. I feel like I'm taking steps in the wrong direction. It's always one step forward and three steps back. I was looking up ideas for our podcast because today's topic is centralized around body image. So, for whatever reason, I thought it was a good idea to look up hashtag body image on Instagram. <gasps> Ew. Yeah, ugh. And that was a mistake. Don't never do that. Wait, what came up? I'm curious. Never promise me you will never look it up. I won't. Never look it up. Basically, it was a lot of inspirational quotes of things that I thought were nice. And then you go into the comments because I love to see what other people are saying about these inspirational quotes. All of the comments were just, like, bashing the person that posted it. That's tough because some people don't go through, like, some people with eating disorders especially don't have body image issues. So it's hard for them to understand. It's hard for you to understand what you don't know anything about what it feels Wait. like. Wait a minute! What do you mean people with eating disorders don't always have body image issues? There used to be certain criteria to diagnose somebody with an eating disorder, and that was that they had to be underweight. But more recently, they've come to realize that eating disorders come in all uh, shapes and sizes. You don't have to have body dysmorphia to have an eating disorder. There's some situations, like what I'm experiencing right now, is where you just don't care about anything, you don't have any energy, so it's like, why eat? All of these hashtag body image posts that I were looking at, 10% of the comments underneath the hashtag body image posts were, thank you so much for sharing this. I repost this on my story. People tagging people saying, you should read this, whatever. The other 90% of the comments were saying how this is promoting people to be unhealthy. And I was shocked. I was shocked, honey. I was in tears almost. I was like, what is going on? People are still talking about this in 2021. Like, I was genuinely shocked. What happened 
to the original plot of the movie. What happened to the original plot of the movie? A lot of times, I guess, apparently, people think that when you're promoting all different types of body image, not uplifting this one standard that we've had for so long, you're promoting unhealthiness, but it's not that at all. In fact, if I had to define body positivity, it would be accepting your body for what it is, knowing that your self-worth is not wrapped up in your physical appearance. The best pieces of writing I've ever seen. It's a revolutionary document for a revolutionary statement. You cannot help but be stirred when you read those words. I think that body acceptance is not necessarily being in love with your body. There's, you're always going to look in the mirror and right. say, oh, I wish my arms were a little thinner. I wish X, I wish Y, I wish Z. It's unrealistic for me to say that I will eventually love my body, but there's a point where I can be okay with it and live and know that that's not what my life is centralized around. Bam, 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 bam. Beans. 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 It's important to remind ourselves that we're not looking for perfection. Like we talked about a couple episodes ago, it's just looking for realistic standards for yourself. It's finding that gray area between that really unrealistic standard you have for yourself and then like the worst thing in the world. It's finding something in between that. Like, you're not going to be the worst thing in the world, but you're probably, no offense, you're probably not going to be the best thing in the world, but you're going to be somewhere in between, and that's okay. That's, like, it's okay to be average. Excuse me, ma'am. Like, in the thing, not like, in the In the, like, your thinking about your body image. Oh, okay. Not like, go ahead and get a C. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Something about success with having this body acceptance, defining that, as you said, as this gray area, but also making sure that your motivation to find this gray area is not from a negative place, rather a positive place. Like, what would a negative place look like? For example, the only way that I can truly love myself is if I'm as skinny as possible. Like, that's a negative place. Okay. But a positive place is, I'm going to work out today because I know that it's going to give me more energy and make me feel good, but I'm not going to push myself till I can't breathe anymore and my head is spinning. Mm -hmm. That's a positive place. I think that's the only way that you can find this gray area of success. Wait, I have a really good body image quote. Can I go get it? Yeah, go run. Go get it. She's a runner. She's a track star. She's a runner. She's a track star. This quote is uh, kind of cringy. <laughs> Very much cringy. It really it reminds me that my body isn't all about the ornamentals. It's about what it does for me, what it does for me that makes me happy. Like, I can run. I can play my guitar. I can hug the people I love. That's what your body is used for. Okay. Anyways. Carry on, love. Let me read the quote. I am strong. I am healthy. I am powerful. I am filled with radiant energy. I am a vision of beauty and confidence to all who see me. My body serves me well, and I am grateful for it. My body is a beautiful, miraculous machine and a sacred vessel for my soul. 
So these lyrics are obviously very heartfelt to me because I am Addison Ray. Your body is something that allows you to live, something that allows you to do your daily life, go fulfill your dreams, and not something that's defining your self-worth. That's really good. If people knew how smart she was, they would be shocked. She's incredibly intelligent. Right. People, it would scare them if they knew how smart she is. <laughs> if you just, like, your body is allowing you to go chase your dreams, and instead of attacking it... Why are you attacking me now? Accept it for what it is and be grateful that you're able to do those things however you can. Hashtag speaking from the heart. It's unrealistic to say that you're going to finish this podcast and be like, ah, oh, my body is the best body in the world. Like, nobody can top my hot body. Yeah, don't get us wrong. We're still trying to learn how to embrace what we're saying right now. Yeah. I think if we have these conversations surrounding body image, spreading messages like this in a non-cringy way because body image is always talked about in the media and it's like, okay, <laughs> I've heard this before. Already know, already know. It was supposed to give, but it did not give what needed to be gave. Then maybe we'll actually make progress as a society. And we have, we have, don't get me wrong. But then again, when I look up hashtag body image, all the comments are negative. You know, no tea, no shade. Actually, all tea, all shade. Yeah, yeah. Be brave, be bold. Love yourself. Live for today. Yeah, like shut up. <laughs> Peace, love. No, that one took time. She goes. Learn to be thankful for everything. Hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag. Speaking from the heart. <laughs> Two bananas for a penguin. Three bananas for a euro. Besties, we have another shop for you. I am so excited about this one because I'm actually currently on her website ordering posters for my dorm room. You can find them at Lovers and Lace on Instagram or loversandlace.com. Lovers and Lace is a small shop run by Kaylee Morgan, who's a 19-year-old graphic design student based in San Francisco. My favorite on their website is the green give love hoodie. The back says the amount of love you give yourself matters, and that is very on brand for this episode. Also, can we talk about how amazing her product photos are? So like, aesthetic. Hashtag girl boss. I honestly recommend just following them on Instagram because the photos are so aesthetic. They sell posters and prints, tops, scrunchies, crewnecks, stickers, and keychains. I guarantee you'll find something that you absolutely love. Make sure to use our code LOVER for 10% off your entire order. Go check them out, hotties. Two bananas for a penguin, three bananas for a euro. To be honest, I feel like you struggle with your body image way more than I do. And it goes to show. <laughs> I mean, here we are. <laughs> What are some early memories that you have of feeling like your clothes are defining how you feel about yourself? There are two parts of my body I am very insecure about, and I'm not trying to project, project anything on project people. anything. But I've been always very self-conscious about my stomach and my thighs. I hate to say it. I hate to say it because it's like, uh. But I wouldn't. I've. I never wore a bikini. I always chose shorts that weren't like touching my thighs. And I've never told anybody this, but there was always criteria I had when I was picking out clothes for myself. What about you? Um. Um. I mean, I, I don't know really. I don't. I don't know. If I. Uh... No, I've never felt that way. Uh. Um. Ciao. Anyway, so. What are you self-conscious about? I don't really feel comfortable talking about it because 
I think anything that I'm self-conscious about, I've heard that someone else is self-conscious about it. So then I was like, "Mm, actually, yes, I am self-conscious about that too. When I was never before that conversation. Mm -hmm. Just say it anyways. Uh, but guys like I'm not do you still have that criteria for yourself oh of course I tried on a pair of pants like literally yesterday and they like clung to my legs and I immediately took them off and told mom that they were too short immediately no I'm telling you right now I seen what I needed to see even though they weren't too short they actually looked good. <laughs> what? Don't look at my legs. I'm not. Girl, I've seen you naked. <laughs> Something that my therapist told me about comparing yourself to others is that you're always going to find somebody skinnier than you. You're always going to find somebody bigger than you. But, um... Where was she going with this? Where's my cheese fact? <laughs> Why do you always do this? No, what, where am I going with this? I don't know. But Sounds inspirational. It does. Done it. Forgot it. Let's go. It's the Brit in me. Um. Mm. Oh. Bro, oh. listen to this, bro. You're always going to find somebody bigger than you. You're also always going to find somebody smaller than you. But you only compare yourself to the person that's smaller than you. So why are you ignoring everybody else in the world? Like, there's other people out there. Like, you don't have to just fixate on the people that you want to be like. Oh, jolly good, jolly good, jolly good. Jolly good! Jolly good! We've mentioned before you gave advice to wear something that makes you uncomfortable. How's that been going for you? It's been going okay. I bought a really cute top today that's, like, a little crop top. Oh my gosh, you have to give me a little haul later. It's floral. It's really cute. So Harry, this is a question from you from Potato Directioner on Twitter. Uh, They want to know- How have you evolved your personal style? Because you've come a long way within even a year. Quinn, a year ago, would only wear athleisure (laughs) and (laughs) never straight away. So how have you evolved your personal style? Where have your influences come from? I love to shop. Fun fact, actually sad fact. (laughs) I honestly just realized that it wasn't cute. I wanted it to be cute, but it wasn't cute. I used to go shopping and think, that's really cool, but not pick it out because I thought it would, I would be judged by what I was wearing. Now I've tried to forget that and dress for myself instead of trying to dress for everybody else. Something that I think you do a nice job of is balancing something that is very fashionable and interesting to look at your outfits but also are very comfortable you never look like you're uncomfortable in what you're wearing to me you might feel like that on the inside but it always looks like wow she looks so effortlessly cool oh my god what a compliment (laughs) i'm blushing i'm stop not right now (laughs) i'm wearing men's nike shorts and an acne medicine stained hoodie (laughs) she could beat me but she cannot beat my outfit people around me that are part of my support team or my treatment team or whatever you want to call it recovery my recovery team always encourage me to wear what i'm comfortable in so it doesn't draw attention to my body dysmorphia like i can't do any body checking if i'm wearing something really baggy remember when we talked about that mirror i had in my room yeah the target like five foot mirror (laughs) 
But now... What was the reason? <laughs> Why? It was demented in all the places. It made my ass look good. No. <laughs> it literally went like this. <laughs> no, like my, my butt like had like an indent in it. I like them big. I like them chunky. Um, I find it best to avoid mirrors and all at all costs. If you find yourself in front of a mirror, um, no, I'm not giving advice. Psych! <laughs> I'm not the babysitter. I'm not the parent. I don't raise children. I feel like your parents should do that. I've noticed that articles have recently been released with statistics showing the rise in eating disorders and people admitted into hospitals for eating disorders since the pandemic. The first couple months, March, April 2020, not to bash on Chloe, but the Chloe Ting ab workouts were a hot topic. I remember somebody posted on her story, what if we all showed up at the end of quarantine? What if we all showed up yeah. to school and we all had a six pack because of the Chloe Ting ab workouts? Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, me too. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it was such, I did them. I did them. And for what? <laughs> Literally for what? Like, what were you trying to accomplish? What was the reason? What was the reason? What was the reason? I just explained the reason. What was the reason? Yeah, you can't get a six pack in a couple months. So that was some negative energy that was going around. No offense, Chloe. I loved all your ab workouts. Did you though? No. No. <laughs> I will never do one ever again. <laughs> Immediately, no. <laughs> you cannot pay me to do one of those again. Yeah, so there were some negative aspects there. At the beginning, there was this whole obsession with coming out of quarantine with this amazing body. I think that's absolutely terrible, but people weren't realizing it at the time. Something that I don't think people realize is that when you develop an eating disorder, it takes a long time. It's not just a sudden switch. You develop this eating disorder. And then your recovery is unfortunately probably much longer. Welcome back to the segment, We Are Influencers. What's up everybody? Welcome back to my channel. Hi, how are ya? Okay guys, we're watching this show right now that's pretty hot and smexy. <laughs> it's called Young Royals. Give a short, quick premise. It's about the this prince that goes to the school and finds this guy and they have this relationship and it's very much, oh, they can't be doing this. <laughs> don't, don't be saying that. It gives me the same feeling as Call Me By Your Name. With the same feeling as Elite. Tu y yo. Tu y yo que? Que tu y yo Samuel. No hay tu y yo. Take out the murder from Elite. <laughs> Please take out the murder. <laughs> and take out the Italy from Call Me By Your Name and mash them together. That's what it reminds me of. You're so right. What do you love about this show? It seems very realistic, but at the same time, they're all rich and at this private school in Sweden. Like, what? it's not relatable, but I was like, something about it is so relatable. And then I realized that it's because they all actually look like the age that they're playing, which is high school. Because first of all, they have acne. You can see the texture on their skin. And I'm like, oh my God, I've never seen that on TV before. 
there's, in my opinion, pretty good representation on the show, which unfortunately, I have not seen that many TV shows or movies have that good of representation. So that's why I'm saying as good representation. And not representing, blatantly representing it, like making it the point of your show. It's just integrated into the show. And I'm not glorifying this show by any means because all shows should be like this, but it's just very refreshing to see in a way. It is very refreshing and the show's great. So go watch it. Hi. Now we just hope and pray Chloe Ting never comes for us. A huge thanks to Lovers and Lace for sponsoring today's episode. Next week, besties, we will not be posting an episode, but don't worry, we'll be back hot and sexy with another ripe episode. If you liked today's episode, make sure to let us know on Instagram or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because we love to see it. And if you repost us on your story, please make sure to tag us at We Are Socially Anxious because every interaction we have, you guys, truly makes our day every time. Come Come back back soon, soon, boys. boys. Come back soon, boys.